The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. You want to know why they put me in charge? It's because I'm willing to do what needs to be done. Good soldiers follow orders. Booyakasha! Welcome ever- back, everybody, to episode two of season three, am I correct, of Nerds and Beer? Episode two. Yes. Episode two. Do what do you think of that? Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nature boy approves. <laughs> yep. Nerds and Beer, season three. We're here. Uh, Cash. We've got Joe Crash with us. Uh, McClunky. And hey. then we also have special guest Buckets in the house, right? Buckets, or as she uh, apparently wants to be referred to now, the line. The line, line, as in the Florida and Georgia line. (laughs) So are you from, like, which side do you actually come from? No, I am the line. You are the line. Buckets, you want to know? Oh, I'm sorry. The line. You want to know something interesting? Sure. I get my peaches down in Georgia. (laughs) Yep, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Nature proves. Nature proves. (sighs) All right, boys. So, uh, what's new with you down in the the land of L down there in Lansing? Any uh, anything anything new and exciting? Um. Well, he got poked yesterday for his uh, first round of his vaccine, so he's. Feeling less than stellar right now. Yeah. Well, c- congratulations on on the vaccination, sir. But I yeah. am I am uh, not happy to hear you're not feeling well. So. Yeah. So, but he's he's hanging in there. So, uh, we've been doing some home projects here, and uh, pretty exciting day here at the payment household. We woke up this morning, and uh, McClunky was like, "My arm really hurts," and I was like, "Okay." And then I came out to the kitchen and I grabbed a knife. Oh, geez. And I walked out in the living room, and he's like, whoa, that'll hurt more. He thought I was going <laughs> to cut his arm off, but I was like, no, I'm going to open the Disney Plus Marvel Legends figures and put them on display. <laughs> so he was like, he's like, you're really going to open them? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to like strategically cut the tape and take them out of the packaging. And so we opened those this morning and put those on display. It was kind of like Christmas. So uh, you, have, you have put together the Build-A-Figure of Sam Wilson, Captain America, correct? Correct. Yep, the wings. I think you should um, later today post on our website or on the Facebook page the the picture of him all put together in all his gloriousness. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're still trying to like figure out how we're going to pose him. McClunky's the the resident uh, poser of action figures here. Um, he <laughs> not in a bad way, not a poser poser. I was going to say you just called McClunky a poser. <laughs> No, no, not in a bad way. But uh, yeah, so I'll see if he can do something. Because I've seen some, um, I follow several uh, collectors on Instagram. And they do like nice poses and stuff with their figures. So I'm going to see if he can do something like that. I saw some really nice ones of uh, Sam flying that make him look like he's flying on the stand. So we'll see if we can come up. I saw a nice one on YouTube where they did like that, uh, that scene when he like 
Oh, with the, the, the shield and yeah, the wings cover yeah. that? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I've seen yeah. that too. So it is pretty cool. The wings actually snap together pretty well. Um, they're just... The backpack is a bit of a pain. Though. Yeah, the backpack was kind of tough to get wedged into his back, and they kind of, they're a little heavy, so they, they, they sometimes tilt. like tilt a little <laughs> bit. Um, but we'll, we'll get there, so... Baron Zemo keeps falling over. <laughs> yeah, Zemo keeps falling over. And then we had, um, obviously, we got U.S. Agent and Shield. Yeah. And so we took the shield that we had from the uh, Avengers video game we had bought and opened. And we took his shield and gave it to the U.S. Agent. Yes. Because he came with no shield. I think you should have just taken, like, some tinfoil. And made like a tinfoil shield for him. <laughs> yeah. Now you know, and, and like these these figures are like pretty detailed. Um, they they look you know fairly like the the actors and, and things of that nature. But I was a little disappointed with the U.S. agent because like Zemo came with uh, the book. His accessories were the book that he had the code that he would uh, yeah. activate. You know, the Winter Soldier. Um, it came with that, and then it came with a pistol, and then an interchangeable head because um, he's got the mask. But U.S. Agent came with nothing, and he's got a uh, pistol on his hip, but, but it's it doesn't come out. So I was like, "That's kind of lame." And they, reused- I, have a, I have a quick question, and then I have a fun fact. Um, did Zemo come with uh, like? a little strobe light so you can play electronica music for him to dance to. I reuse for U.S. Agent the model from the Walmart exclusive John Walker Captain America. They reused that, but they, they didn't paint the chest right. So, like, where the white stripe should be, they put red, and then where the red stripe should be, they just left it. Yeah. Now, so red, stripe, red stripe is quite a good beer if you've ever had it. now okay now here's my other this is the fun fact not the question but you referred to baron zemo's book that has the code in it yes okay i like usually at least once a week i read that code that sequence of code things to see if i can then send her out in the world to kill people it has not worked yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been talking. Nines walk in. Say hi, Nines. Hi. Nines. Uh, Welcome hey. aboard. So, do you when you read the code, do you read it in English or do you say it in Russian? I say it in Russian. I mean, come on. Yes. I like it. I like it. You know who else likes it? <laughs> Nate. Nate likes it. <laughs> There's a shout out for uh, Joey Tomasi with the the Nature Boy woos too. Woo! Emily, give us a woo. Woo! Yes. Now, Emily, give us a uh, a Owen Wilson impersonation. Hold on, oh, she's got to get closer here. I got to get close to the phone. Ready? Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even hear that? Yeah, we heard it. Okay. I got really close to the speaker. Wow, ka-chow. Bro, bro, after this uh, last episode of Loki, he's like, I hope at the end that they let Owen Wilson do at least one wow during it. No. <laughs> well, Someone asked him that in an interview, and he said it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he yeah, could just but, be saying that. Yeah, but Paul Bettany also said there was a surprise cameo, and it was just himself. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, Toby McGuire says he's not in the new Spider Man, but clearly he is. But clearly he is. <laughs> 
what wait what 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 are you talking about so i saw the other day on instagram some dude uh posted a picture of him and toby mcguire together uh-huh. and he said yeah I, you know fans were like oh that's awesome and and you know this that and the other and they were like did you ask him about the new spider-man and he was like well i did ask him and he told me that he can't talk about it and so i asked him well are you, are you in it? Are you going to be in it? He's like, again, I can't talk about it. And then he smiled at him and winked. <laughs> so he's like, everybody's like, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know because whenever anyone in life asks me a question, that's how I answered. I say, I can't tell you that. And then I wink at them. <laughs> and then you wink. <laughs> yeah, but then he could have just said, no, I'm not in it. Instead, he's like, well, I can't say anything. He's got to be loving life right now. The guy hasn't done anything in like 15 years. And now he's getting all the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, I'm relevant again. <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you think Topher Grace is going to come back too? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was dead. <laughs> is he? I don't know. I don't know. Topher Grace, if you're give us a call. <laughs> that was bad. We could <laughs> also thinking about that, I for some reason just thought back to our poor Joel Schumacher joke. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> now we're Joel. we're officially in the offensive <laughs> dead people of the. Uh, oh, oh, the line says Topher Grace is still alive. Oh, is he? Who would have known? According to the line, her, her new name is the line. Because she didn't want to be Florida or Georgia, so she's the lion. No. Uh Yeah. Huh. So he is like. Speaking of Joel Schumacher, though, um, (laughs) this just uh, this just made me think of it because we're talking about Joel Schumacher and like Uh he had like a ton of movies to his credit. Um, Some of them were a bit sketchy, and it made me think of Michael Bay. Uh, Joe, what do you oh. think about the announcement of Beast Wars? God, I'm so over it. I don't even know if I'll go see it. It took me so long to go see the last one. The the what is it? The last night. Uh, it was so bad. Well, and it's funny because you bring up the last night, and me and uh, Takuma. Shout out to Takuma. Takuma. Um, we were talking the other day, and we were talking about how we. Uh, collect things and i'm like yeah i'm like kind of uh i don't know what the word is i don't know if you call it an addict like i need to have complete sets like i can't just leave things incomplete and i said and a prime example was i said i have all the transformer movies and i said i couldn't even finish the last night but i still bought it just so i had it for my collection (laughs) that movie's so horrible it's so bad the but it gave me a little bit of hope i don't know if it was you or mcclunky or somebody reference that the the bumblebee movie actually was decent and i agree with that i thought bumblebee was okay and i'm like hey maybe they're on the right track with transformer movies but now that we're getting beast wars or whatever the hell it's gonna be i'm i'm not excited oh and the only reason why bumblebee was good is because they uh downgraded michael bay to executive producer maybe they should (laughs) just downgrade him completely like hey can I have a transformer that turns into a rat can I have a transformer that turns into an armadillo can you give me a cool (laughs) a cool deadly robot that changes into a gazelle (laughs) 
<laughs> I wonder if they'll have one that uh, changes into the holiday armadillo from Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, holiday armadillo. I don't. I just. <laughs> I don't even know why or who was in a board meeting and said, "Hey, you know what would be a great idea for a movie? Let's do Transformers, but the Beast Wars." Let's give us the most unpopular one and make a movie out of it. Aren't they doing that with the show, like the the Netflix show right now? Uh, well, they didn't. They they kind of incorporated some bots that could change into things like that, didn't they? Yeah, that I'm. Uh, I'm just. I'm over the Beast Wars thing. I that. Yeah. Just that whole genre lost me then. They like all the magic and coolness that they had in the 80s cartoon series, like it got lost with that. I agree, in my opinion. You know what? If that's your thing in life and you like Beast Wars, more power to you. Go watch the movie, but I will not be there with you. Yeah, and and I guess from my standpoint, I'm just kind of at a point where I'm like, all right, let's just be done with it let's just reboot it but let's give it the old old school feel like kind of like yeah. bumblebee yeah you know? i'm on, i'm on board with that like nuke the entire series like let's forget michael bay was ever there and let's have a transformer movie where the robots look like robots and not like they got boiled in acid or something like they all look the same yeah, they tried to they tried to make them look realistic with like all the silver and mechanics and stuff like that. And it's like, no, you you kind of need more color in them. Give them the solid color so that you can tell who's who. Yeah, yeah give me the big, give me the big block armed robots that you can see what they look like, and not like have them be in a fight scene and you can't tell who's who. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they all look like uh, they all look like a bunch of trash dumps being like thrown at each other. Yeah, they they look like if you took some tinfoil and crumpled it all crumpled it all up and then wrapped it around a pair of scissors. Like, what is that? So switching gears here. Wait, hang on. What's this? Is it gonna play? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Emily didn't know what that was. Oh, let me turn it down a little bit. That was really loud. That was. I loud. apologize to our <laughs> listener. Nice. <laughs> Did you hear that? She, I think, I think we're exposing my failings as a parent. She doesn't know who Borat is. Oh, I know. What well, is. well, it's not really your failings because those movies shouldn't be watched by the anybody oh, anybody oh, under forty. That's okay. The other day, again, my failings as a parent. Um, the line watched Forty Year Old Virgin for the first time the other day. So, yeah. nice. Nice. <laughs> Of I have okay. to listen to Yamo be there one more time. Yamo burn this place down. So not to like jump all over the place, but you were you made some comment uh, just talking about Transformers, which made me also think of. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this, but the GI Joe, the Snake Eyes prequel movie what are your thoughts on that Mm, i am on the fence i am hopeful that it it could be cool uh the first two gi joe movies had potential but they suffered from a large dose of channing tatum which is enough to enough to ruin anything i'm Uh, sorry who channing tatum (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know who channing tatum is he's yeah Wait, is it Channing Tatum or is it John Cena? 
<laughs> Wait, no, the first one. That was good. I don't know who did that, but that was good. That was me. Yeah. Wait, so I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that the the Snake Eyes movie will be cool, um, but I'm I'm trepidatious. How is that for a word? Well, the first two didn't those have Bruce Willis and The Rock in them? Uh, the second one had The Rock in it. Um, the first one had um, John Cena slash Channing Tatum um, and the Wayans brothers. Uh, Marlon and Sean? Uh, I don't know. The, some of the Waynes. There was at least a Wayne. <laughs> Apparently, I haven't seen those then because I didn't even know they were in it. I, they're I guess. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, they're okay. Yeah. They're not they, anything that I would seek out, but if I'm like trying to fall asleep at night and it's on, I'll turn that on and it puts me to sleep. All right. Well, I, I just saw the preview for it not that long ago, and I was like, ah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not a super big G.I. Joe fan. Like, like I don't collect anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, I watched the cartoon a little bit growing up, but that was about it. But I don't know them. You know, I don't know any of the characters' names, really, and other than uh, Cobra Commander Snake Eyes. And wasn't there one Duke? Yeah, Duke and Destro and Flint. And I mean, that's another one that I think they could and should reboot and just start from scratch. And it would be kind of cool. Um, just don't do it with Channing Tatum slash John Cena. Do you, do you think that they're going to head in that direction of, of a reboot since they're doing this Snake Eyes movie? I hope so. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we'll see in the movie if. Um, I mean, it's supposedly a prequel, like a Snake Eyes origin story. Um, we'll see if they tie it to the other movies or not. If they have it freestanding from the other movies, then I'll, you know, I'll be a little more on board with it. Like we could see something good in the future, but if it ties into the other ones, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, okay. I thought I had something else to ask you, too. Uh, what else was it? What else? I know we've got some Loki talk that we've got to get to. And some Bad Batch as well. We've had a lot of Bad Batch since we yep, left. Some bad Batch. Uh, so we got a lot to cover. I thought there was one more thing. What was it, McClunky? Uh, 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 I, I don't know. I can't think of it. Uh, oh, well. All right. Well, I'm sure it'll come to me at some point. The Flash? No. 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 All right. Well, anyways, we can. So, uh, yes. Now, we can talk talk about. What do you want to talk about first? Bad Batch or Loki? Let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll jump back in with some Bad Batch stuff. All right. Sounds good. We'll be right back, folks, after these messages. Hey, Miss Kyle, you want to know my secret identity? Is it Bruce Wayne? How does everybody know my. I mean. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to uh, another fun-filled segment of Nerds and Beer. Um, as we've probably talked previously in the episode, we have a special surprise that Buckets um, has prepared uh, for McClunky and Cash. Yes. Uh, how, how, how are you doing, gentlemen, by the way? Uh, we, are, we are quite well. Ouch. Well. <laughs> McClunky's a little sore. He got, got poked in the arm yesterday, so... Ouch, McClunky. Have you have you experienced any like uh, 
phenomenon yet? Like, have you been able to bend a spoon with your mind yet? Or, or uh, like, the car turned, or... turned green and, like, hulked out? Uh, no. No. Damn it. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Nothing We're yet. crossing our fingers, though. It's more of, like, the opposite. He's uh he's proudly rocking his uh TVA t-shirt. Which yeah. Is like... <laughs> that, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. This, I almost want to burn it <laughs> because of the new episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, he yeah, I bought that. I was going to wear it it's a size large from uh, Hot Topic and it fits more like a small to medium. Yeah, shout out to Hot Topic. They always have like interesting shirts, but the sizes are wonky. <laughs> yeah. And no other store in the world, uh, I guess maybe except if it's like Asian sizing, but no other store in the world have I been like anything larger than a large. <laughs> now so, be prepared when you wash it, it may like shrink down even smaller. So Bella might end up wearing it. <laughs> it's going to be a belly shirt on the clunky. Yeah. <laughs> Showing you midriff. Um, no. All right. When you, say it's a, when you say it's a TVA shirt, like what does it say TVA or does it have like uh, Miss Minutes or it's got so it's like a gray shirt and then it's got TVA in the orange lettering mm-hmm. and then above it it just says Time Variance Authority. Yeah. Right. And we right. we opened it in Hot Topic because you know they're all folded up, so we yeah. unfolded it to see if the back of it said variant, but it didn't. <laughs> that would be great if it variant. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because, like, I'm looking up stuff about, you know, Loki and Disney Plus and everything, but, like, my Facebook feed, I've been seeing, like, hats that just say variant on them that you can get. I was like, that's pretty cool. So, all right, so Buckets has got something, right? Oh, yeah, Buckets has a special presentation. Um, uh, I know a week or two ago when we actually met in person, um, we were watching some stuff on the YouTubes, um, and I believe this popped up. Uh, and we discussed it. I won't spill the beans, but uh, oh, I know what it is. <laughs> For a minute, I was thinking it was going to be Georgia Line. Oh, no. she wants she wants that to be her new nickname. By the way, she's like, "What's my Florida, nickname? Call me Fro- Florida, Florida Georgia." Georgia. <laughs> buckets, what did I, buckets? What did I ask you? Who are you, Florida or are you Georgia? I am the line. She's the line. <laughs> the line. <laughs> nice. All right, now, here we go. Now, Buckets, when you do this, I know you've been practicing. You, she's been able to do this for a while, but she's dusted off the skills. When you do this, you have to actually speak loudly, so you can't just mumble. Do you want mumble. me to yell the whole thing? Not yell, but speak loudly. Do you want me to play the music, too? Yeah, you got to play the music. All right, scoot in close here, Buckets. <laughs> here you go, McClunky and Cash, this is just for you. All right, oh, okay. no. Talk loudly. I am talking loud. Okay. Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I assault animate things. Broken barriers bounded by the bomb. Buildings are broken. Basically, I'm bombarded. Casually create catastrophes. Casualties canceling. Cast off. Their canopies collapsing. Then they a dama dank daily doing dough. 
demonstrations, don't dada on the download, email their editors with each and every energetic epileptic episode, elevated etiquette, furious got fabulous, fantastic, Warzill Funk Belt, Fiend and the Fanatics, Gift God, Great Global Goods Gone Glorious, Thing God Mean is Game with the Glorious, Hit Am I, Hella High, Historical, Hey Holocaust, Here Sam Hall, it's your homeboy, Imitators Idolize, I Intimidate, In an Instant, I'll Rise in an Irate State, Juice Dumb and James Like Jerry Toe, Something Like Just See, Just Me, Right in my journal, kindly I'm kindling all kinds of income. Karate kicked out breaks in my kingdom. Let me live a long life, lyrically lesson is learn lame losses, just lose to my livery. My mind makes marvelous moves, masses, marveling moves. Not knowing I'm nice naturally, knack never like me nationally. Operation opposition off not optional, out of sight, out of mind, why being optical perfected poem. Powerful punchlines tumbling, petty power puffs in the front. Flight claim coach keep quiet, it's quantum. Boys and got a cordial, we got a really raw raps, rising up rapidly, riding the rush radio, lag typically. Super fine, typical sound so soft, silencing super fire sats out of soft. Tell time, time, tell good pizza. Take that challenge is good tune up. Universal, unique, untouched, unadulterated. The raw uncut, verb vice lord, victorious, valid, violate vibes that are vain, make a minute. Well, I'm all well, what a wise one shift, just leaving upwards, beaded on my work shift. You are my x radiation, old x large, x tight letters in my xylophone book. Yellow back, yak mouth, young ones, y'all, yesterday's long yard, sell all y'all. Zigzag zombies, zoom into the genus, zero and zenzest, elder of jealous rhymes, lot. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. I was running out of breath. Good job, buckets. Uh. <laughs> Man, that was awesome. Hey, hey, this is, he approves. Listen, ready? Wait. Why now? <laughs> Could you hear that? <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, Maddie. Maddie, I hate to tell you we didn't get recorded. You're going to have to do it again. Shut up. <laughs> I'm joking. Good. Uh, that was awesome. Good job. So that was Alphabet Aerobics brought to you by wow. Buckets or... Or the, or the line. Maybe we'll just call her the line. The line. The line. Yes. The line. <laughs> the line. Yeah. Like the baby. But the, <laughs> the line. The baby. Is that the one that says "cash me outside"? What's the no, one that says "bad baby"? Bad baby. Bad baby. Let's go. Is that like? Is that like the sequel to Boss Baby? <laughs> <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? But, but it's actually the rip off to it. <laughs> well, that was awesome. All right, so that will we will conclude that segment and move back onto our normal programming after these messages. Okay, there. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, she she previously could get what to the ends. S. S. Because I'd always get tongue twisted. That was good, Maddie. Yeah, that was really good. I don't high five. It, excuse me. Yeah, I, I believe you have my stapler. Hey, welcome back everybody to Nerds and Beer. Nerds and Beer. <laughs> that was good. You haven't sang in a while. That was impressive. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> Wait, hang on. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. We're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Come on, Come on everybody! <laughs> remember, remember that time we went streaking? Uh, no. 
tell me because <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> uh, remember when we so, we would try to get Paul? Remember we would try to get Paul to go streaking at the back door? <laughs> yeah, it never worked. <laughs> never worked. Thank God. Oh, we're going streaking. <laughs> oh boy. I like you. <laughs> but you're crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, so since we've last spoken, we've had seven episodes of the Bad Batch. Um, we do have another special guest here. Uh, we're joined by Omega. Omega, would you like to say hello to all the members of Bad Batch? Hello, Nerds and Bia. No, you have to talk to the the guys in Bad Batch. You have oh. to call them out. Hunter, Tick, Echo, Crosshair, and Rekka. <laughs> that is freaking awesome <laughs> we do that constantly in the house Rekka Echo that's all the time <laughs> oh my god that's amazing uh, so yeah. um, I don't know what you guys think the most recent episode I mean we're down for a new one in two days on Friday Woo! the most recent episode was um, was it Bounty Lost yes Yes. And uh, again, since we've spoken last, I think things have picked up. I believe we were all kind of um, getting a little fatigued with all the filler episodes that they were shoving down our throat uh, previously. But the last two, uh, Bounty Lost and what was the one prior? Uh, I don't remember. I'll have to look uh, it up. It was the one where they were. Yeah, the one before Bounty Lost. Oh, it was like. Oh, re reunited. Reunited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen um the current episodes of Bad Batch, you might want to put us on pause and go listen or watch them. Oops. Sorry. Yeah, and we might as well throw the uh, spoiler out there too. We are going to talk about Loki. Um, yep. the newest episode came out today. So if you haven't uh, watched that yet, when you're listening to this, then you might want to turn us off. Yes. But yeah, so the Bad Batch, and I agree, I think me and McClunky were there with you guys too, is that the last few prior to these last two that we got were a lot of filler. And I think that they spent a lot of time, maybe more than they probably should have, developing that connection. So the audience felt the connection between the Bad Batch and Omega and how much that they you know, cared for her and wanted to protect her and stuff like that. I don't think we needed four episodes worth. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. You know, they gave us way too much filler, but their their goal was to build that connection with the the Bad Batchers and Umiga. Um, <laughs> to hit on uh, some of the points, the big points that have happened since we spoke last. Um, the first one was that we got uh, Captain Rex back, which I know was a, a high point for us because we're big uh, big Rex fans here. Ooh. But it was cool mm-hmm. reintroducing him. Um, and having him kind of walk through uh, having the inhibitor chips removed from the Bad Batchers. Yeah, I thought that was cool how, how they brought him back and uh, that he was the one that told them about the chips again and to remove them and stuff like that. Uh, you know, just very coincidental that, you know, Wreckers happened to malfunction when he was there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. Could have maybe like did that separate and then kind of brought him back around and you know brought Rex in and said, Okay, yeah, this is why he did that and we're gonna take care of it type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought I thought it was just a little 
I don't I don't even want to say sloppy. I just thought it was really predictable just to have Wrecker, you know, his chip trigger when they're there, like, working on it, trying to figure out how to remove them. It was almost like the chip knew that it was going to get removed. Yeah. So, I don't know, but it was cool to see Rex back. And, um, you know, he made the the reference about, uh, who was it? Was it Fives? Yes. That Fives tried to warn him, and he didn't know what he was talking about way back when. And mm-hmm. you could almost sense that that sadness, like, Rex could have prevented a lot more of what had happened if he had followed up maybe more and kind of knew what he was talking about. So, yeah, but I thought it was cool that he was back. Uh, the, the location in the episode was Braca, which is big for Jedi Fallen Order fans. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to, I was going to remind you guys of that so you could talk about it, but that um, you actually told me that that's that scrapper world is the world from that video game. And, kind of gave us some hope we might we might get a cameo from characters from that game but we didn't yet anyways not yet yeah we were hoping that cal kestis would be on uh in the show but we tried to figure out like timeline wise how old cal would be and he'd still be pretty young at this point he'd be baby cal not not actually but he'd be pretty tiny he'd be young young but yeah so he's probably not on the planet just yet well no, he probably he would have been because if Order sixty six happened for them above Braca, and that's where his master died and all this other stuff started happening, they would have crashed on Braca before the Bad Batch got there. Right, but we don't know whether Cal happened to end up on Braca or if he went somewhere else prior to that, and then went to Braca. Yeah, and kind of was in hiding and went there. You don't really know what his story is in between. Order 66 and where the game picks up. I thought they said Fallen Order that he like crashed on Braca. Because mm. I believe they were above Braca. I think it the ship I don't know. I've been meaning to replay the game, but it's been a minute. So now before we move on to the next episode, before we, we lose this one, um, I do want to bring up that all this inhibitor chip talk uh, reminds me of the time that a um, tortilla chip stuck in her ear. What? Is- <laughs> That's a we, we had to hold her down and have it removed like they did to Wrecker. So similar. <laughs> she also, when she had the tortilla chip in her ear, did try to murder us. So. Yeah, she did. Did you keep repeating for nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did she say good soldiers follow orders? Yeah. <laughs> Soldiers. Follow orders. <laughs> so, so in the, the episode um, where Crosshair's face, like he gets burned. Oh, yeah, that's the next one, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, am I the only one who thought that he was flying the ship and he was all bandaged up and stuff that he looked like Danger? Dude, I totally thought for a minute, I'm like, is this, are we watching Danger's origin story? But then yeah. I remembered that Dengar was actually in Clone Wars. So, <laughs> yeah, I was I, at first when they showed him, I was like, "Wait, that's weird. How did he get in the episode?" <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else thought of that too. Because seriously, I thought, "Dude, is this where Dengar came from?" But yeah. <laughs> he he turned a little crispy. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys uh, think, do you guys think that? Um, the damage that happened to Crosshair 
while he was in that ion engine or in that engine room. Do you think that's going to affect his inhibitor chip? Like, are we going to see him start to have like remorse or flashbacks from before he went wackadoo? I don't know. He didn't seem to feel any remorse when he was like, I don't know, like chasing after him in the ship and trying to like shoot at them. He did. I, I feel like we're we're at a weird point with this series, though, that we have two... Obviously, we have a couple different stories happening, I think, before us, but right. I think the story is going to be about Omega, and then it's going to be um, Crosshair's transition back to part of the Bad Batch. Now, how that transition is going to happen, it could be, you know, his chip was affected when he got, you know, made uh, extra crispy. Yeah. Um, but fried chicken. But it's, it's hard to say. Um, but my thing is that, okay, if he becomes part of the Bad Batch again, wouldn't you, don't you think he'd be a little bit pissed? Like, hey, you guys, like, burned me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did that to himself. Yeah, you know, but I'm like, well, I could kind of see that, but I don't know. Like with Wrecker, you know, they tried to, like, you know, hold him down and do it as peacefully as they could and, you know, knock him out and stuff. But with Crosshair, they're just like, Let's blow them up. Let's do this. Now, now I have I have three questions for you in a minute. But before that, I just heard you talk about record. Do you are you referring to Rekka? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, so my my questions are: Do you number one? Do you think um, that Crosshair will come back to the good side? And then, if your answer is yes. Do we get him like back and they take his inhibitor chip out and he becomes part of the crew? Or does he have like a redemption story where he dies to save them coming back to the good side? Mm. I say yes, he comes back to the the good side. He comes back as a a Bad Batch member. Uh, I think we're going to see him armored up and back with them. I don't think he'll sacrifice himself. Okay. But I, I only say that because the series and the group, you know, Batch 99, they are fairly new, I think, to the Star Wars world. So they, they still got a lot of stories to tell. And I feel like even at this point of their story, there's still a lot of time that there's going to be more stories. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be part of those, mm-hmm. not just stuff that happens at the beginning, you know, before we, we actually meet them. But I think I think you'll see him come back. What do you think? I don't know. I I'm wrong all the time, so I don't think it matters what I think. But (laughs) I I kind of tend to think he may sacrifice himself to save the bad batchers, and and maybe that's just me. Not that I want the guy to die because I think he's a good character, but maybe that's just me, like wanting that to happen because then he really proves you know he was good all along it was the chip that caused him to be bad um but i don't want him to die like well, like, like ben solo <laughs> shut, I'm... i think but i think i think he's going to be like a good guy but even when you first meet him like i mean he he's kind of an asshole <laughs> yeah he is he is kind of douchey <laughs> you know and and obviously, I think the chip like enhances like their own emotions and their characteristics and stuff. So he's even more of an asshole now. <laughs> but, but 
Yeah, I think I think he'll come back around good, but he's he's still gonna be an asshole. <laughs> now, do you think um, what was the bigger? I know I know pretty much how you're gonna answer this because it's how everybody probably would answer it. What bigger cameo getting Captain Rex in the series? Or getting what happened in the next episode where we got burr, 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 Cad Bane. Ancestry. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. As good as her Omega impression was, I'm not sure if you just caught that Cad Bane impression by. Did she say? <laughs> That's what she was attempting to say. Can you try it again? No. That was really bad. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. That's why I don't do impressions because you say they're bad. Well, that one was bad. The Omega Omega is good. <laughs> the Omega is really good. Yeah. Omega. I feel that Cad Bane is a bigger cameo. Yeah, I agree. I I, I just... think it was a bigger cameo and it was more like, out of the blue. Yeah, I feel like we were kind of expecting Rex to come at some point, whereas Cad Bane was kind of like, oh, yeah, don't didn't know he was going to come. Yeah, I, I feel thought... like Cad Bane, Cad Bane had been gone for quite a while, so I think a lot of people just kind of forgot about him. Right. Everybody felt dead after they showed that, uh, when, uh, on their, whatever Disney showed their demo for the Boba Fett and Cad Bane standoff. Mm. Did you ever watch that? I did not. I, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I've seen that. Yeah, he was supposed to die in that, and everybody thought or assumed that that happened. But he's uh, he's still kind of alive, but, which makes me wonder if it hasn't happened yet or if it did happen. Well, you're talking about the standoff with Boba Fett. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So the speculation, because I'm sure everybody has seen that Cad Bane's rocking a new headpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the speculation is that that battle that McClunky here is talking about has, with Boba has already happened. That's why he's wearing like that, that headpiece and that armor-plated uh, thing on his head is because he sustained an injury fighting Boba. Right. So, or, or is that standoff with Boba going to still happen? Uh, because I think it's inevitable we're going to get Alpha, a.k.a. Boba Fett, on this show pretty soon. And maybe he bust a cap in Cad Bane's ass to save Omega. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would be very happy if we got Boba Fett. I, I, you know, I think they're they're leaving the breadcrumbs way too like, this has been a really good series, but they're leaving, the at least for me, the breadcrumbs a little too obviously that we're getting Boba Fett some. Like they, they've given us Fennec. Um, they've given us Bib Fortuna. Um, now they've got Cad Bane, who, you know, due to that that you know that deleted scene with uh, Boba and Cad Bane, you know, I I think they're leading us to the fact that Boba's going to be like the pinnacle. I think of this season that he's. I think Boba will be the one that saves the day for Omega. Wasn't and I just read something the other day because I was trying to figure out like origin stories and, and where everything's going. Wasn't Cad Bane taught by Boba or Boba taught by Cad Bane, vice versa, one of the two? I believe there was a link. I'm going to have to go back and check Clone Wars. Um, I think Boba learned under Cad Bane 
was like his apprentice for a bit because Bobo was very young during Clone Wars. Like he, when we saw Bobo on Wars, he was like teenage years um, when he was with Ara Singh and those other bounty hunters, right? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so I think yeah. he might have apprenticed or whatever you call it um, in the in the bounty hunter world. Yeah. So I I think that the fans need to see that too, if that's the case, because I think that just gives everything like a like a full circle, right? All right. Well, and the fact that they spoiler alert, they said that uh Omega's his sister. <gasps> what? Wait, <laughs> what? McC- McClunky just like ripping the band-aid right off. <laughs> <laughs> uh they are the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about that, and Brody's like, uh, you know, that's his sister. That Omega's Boba's sister. And, and in reality, I mean, she would be, but she was made from Django's DNA, right? Like, his... Yeah, they know. were all... I mean, the clone, all the of the clones are basically made from Django Fett, but the, the way they're going is that Boba and Omega are the only two like really first generation I guess clones like they're made directly from Django's DNA where the other clones were like taken and like their DNA was modified and tweaked and they made you know alterations to it to make them more um, susceptible to following orders and yada 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 but um, Boba and Omega are the ones that are truly the cleanest clones of Django. But they obviously waited to make Omega because she's so much younger than Boba at this point. Yes. Yeah. yeah they, they like kept it, uh, kept her the material in freeze somewhere. So why do the Kaminans, is that what you call them? Kaminans? Kaminoans. Kaminoans. Yep. Is that what you call them? Yeah. I, I would so the Kam- Kaminoans. Kaminoans. Why do they want her so bad? Like one is trying to protect her and the other one wants her. Do they want to do more testing or do they want to kill her? I think they want the DNA from her. Don't they? But they could do that. They could they could get her back and withdraw the DNA and not kill her. I mean Django didn't die when they drew the DNA from him. I don't know. He died when Samuel L. Jackson cut his MF head off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Hold Drop that. Pop that. You never love me. But I needed you. You just got nines all excited. I mean, any skit that has Pete Davidson and Timothy Shabaldaboop together, I mean, it's it's gold, right? I guess. I mean, Not really. The line, Just that one. the line left the room, but the line what? loves Timothy Shabaldaboop. Weary traveler. Looking to enter Dave and Buster's, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so oh what were we talking about <laughs> uh, we were Cad Bane and Boba Fett in it but that that brings us basically to the current is is 
Um, Cad Bane got Omega. And then uh, with the interaction with Fennec again, Fennec kind of saved the day and allowed Omega to escape. And now Omega's back with the Batchers. What do you think their purpose is for uh, throwing Fennec so much into these series now? Um, I think that it's just bot device for them to establish. Because my theory is that we're going to see Boba Fett soon. And that this will be the introduction to establish Boba Fett and Fennec previous relationship. Like, whenever we see Boba Fett and Fennec interact, this will be their initial meeting. Um, And just kind of give us like, oh, hey, they knew each other way back then for when they give us the book of Boba later in the year on Disney plus um, it will just establish that they had a, a previous uh, friendship before um, whether okay. it's Boba saving Fennec or Fennec saving Boba. I think um, when this interaction, whatever happens with Boba that happens, they are going to leave together. Like, Hey, we could work together and that will be kind of how they depart. Um, and it just gives them a, a bigger backstory for the book of Boba. Well, I think I think what you just said might be a huge part of it is that I feel like she'll probably save him. And then, as we know in The Mandalorian, when she was left for dead, he saves her. So maybe it's like that that repay, like you save me, I save you, and then, hey, we'll yeah. team up together. So that could be, yeah, you could be spot on with that, That's I think. Nice. Yeah, I think, that and that would, be a, that would be a a cool way to do it that he owed her. Um, and then, you know, that's, he eventually pays her back and saves her life. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool twist because people are asking me and I was like, well, at this point in the timeline, like they're not, they're not together. Like mm-hmm. the events of the Mandalorian haven't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Now, do we, I know we still have a lot to cover cause we haven't even talked about Loki. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about, about bad batch before we depart to our next topic? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, what, what episode was it that was that episode nine that we just had of the bad batch? Yep. Oh, was yeah, it nine or 10? No, it was nine. Nine. So we have seven nine. more. Yeah. So we're about, I think they just released the mid season trailer. Yeah. So, cause it's 16 total, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, still a lot to come. The pace stays now where it's at. Like, we get more story and not more filler episodes in these last six. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried because they've redeemed themselves and brought us back on the episodes. I'm worried we're in for, like, another one or two fillers before we get back to the meat. I've seen on uh, Instagram, going back to, like, the collectibles and, like, action figure talk and stuff like that, I've seen some people make their own... Um, like modified versions of Omega bring the Bad Batch armor or something similar. Do you guys think that by the end of this an armor suit? Um as part of uh, the team. Your your audio got a little wonky there for a minute, but I think um I think that by the end of the series we will see that. I don't know if we'll get that by the end of the series. Maybe if we get a second or third season, Omega, Omega will get her own armor and like kind of her own Bad Batch personality. Uh, but I think this season we'll just see her kind of in the the younger role. Do you think we're gonna have another season? I hope so. I I hundred percent think so. Yeah, I think you're gonna see it. I'd say three, 
possibly at the at the minimum. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I think so because um, obviously this Omega storyline will play out in season one, but I think they have a chance to take this group, this team, forward and fill in a ton of space. You know, in the dark times with the Empire, like I, I think that we could see a ton of stuff. Like they could once they clear up the Omega thing. Um, they could take this group of five, what is there, five of them, if you're counting Omega? Six yeah. of them, if you're counting Omega? Yeah. Um, they could take them anywhere in the galaxy and show us, like, anything. Because they'll probably essentially be mercenaries for hire. Um, they could go and do all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. I... And, then, and they'll, I think, that they'll, they'll uh, do what they, they did with the Clone Wars. And they'll, be, they'll have individual episodes where they'll just be tasked with something and it's just them doing it, you know? Right. Those filler episodes. Yeah. All right, My now, before question. we... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, do you think she might appear in uh, Book of Boba Fett? Ooh. Oh, cool. Like a live action? When does that take place? The Book uh, of Boba? Yeah. Well, it's basically at the same time, the same time as Mandalorian, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a few years, three to five years after Return of the Jedi. Oh. So Omega, if she's roughly thirteen now, what is she? Twelve or thirteen? She's, she's like ten, I'd say. If she, well, okay, let's say if she's ten right now, then we're talking. Uh, we need twenty years to get us to A New Hope. And then roughly another six years after that, she'd be in her late thirties in Book of Boba. So yeah, we could see her. Yeah, I think so. That'd be so cool. I'm start I'm starting a petition right now that if it's live action, nines, you should play her. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> okay, now if she's gonna do that, she needs to call out her bad batchers one more time. Hunter, Tick, Echo, Recca, and Crosshair. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay, now on to our next subject, which has had a lot happen. Um, we've had... Did we even talk about Loki at all in our no. last episode? I don't remember. I don't think so. So we've we've seen four full episodes of Loki. Um, gentlemen, what so far have you thought of the series? I was like... And then I was like, ooh. ooh. And then I was like, uh huh. And then today I was like, yes. <laughs> I think that perfectly captured my response, too. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Nerds and Beer. Yeah. yeah. That's it, Baga. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, at first, like the first episode, I was totally confused. I was like, you fell asleep. No, that was the second one. <laughs> second one, I was tired though. You fell asleep. <laughs> well, there's this whole long story that I could go into about our stupid internet service that we have here, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I'm not going to do that because I already chewed their ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the first episode, it was still trying to like figure out what exactly is happening. I thought it, they. I thought that they captivated the audience really well out of the gate because it tied to the events of when you last saw Loki and Endgame. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of fans were drawn to that and they were like, yes, like we're going to see where he went and what he did. And then when it started to like go on and on, you were like, wait, what's happening? Where is he? What's that? What is this? 
second episode kind of piggybacked off of that. And then you got to meet, uh, you know, all these characters and uh, Mobius and the time time variance authority yeah. TVA yeah. and things like that. And then the third episode, people online were kind of criticizing, oh, it's kind of boring. Not much. Not much. <laughs> and then this episode was just like, wow. Yeah. Like they hit the gas pedal and I was like, man, this, this is probably my favorite episode of it so far. Same. I agree. Yeah, I'll vote with that too. The first, the first few, not that they were bad. Like they, it was a good show, and it was interesting. It was just very, like the pace was very slow. It gave us some cool, um, some cool insights on the Loki character, like where he was, um, you know, kind of mentally or personality wise, um, right when Avengers ended. Uh, but they've done a ton of character development in those first three episodes and then this fourth one just everything kind of took off and i think kind of a la wandavision you know wandavision started out with kind of a huh vibe the first couple episodes but then Mm -hmm. towards the end it it rocketed off and you know episode four (laughs) episode four gave us a lot yeah yeah i did i just i don't know i've always had a, a tough time with the Loki character in general. And I just, I always thought like Tom Hiddleston was good, but I don't think it was until like this last episode that I was like, yeah, like I believe that he's Loki now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I, I bought in that he was Loki and stuff and he was, you know, you like him, take him or leave him and stuff. But it was like this last episode that I was like, yeah, he, he is perfect for this role. Now, not to, not to gross everybody out, but what are your thoughts on the the Sylvie slash Loki? How do I say it? Romance, a la <laughs> like Targaryens in the Game of Thrones, <laughs> or no Lannisters were the ones that dated each other, right? Well, I was watching an interview with Tom Hiddleston, and they were asking him if Loki would ever have like a love interest, and this was before the show came out, and he was like. Well, and before you can have a really good relationship with someone else, you need to have one with yourself first. Episode at all? Yeah, because he yeah kind of has the hots for himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. What's the um special thing that created like when they were on the planet that was going to be destroyed and you were like, okay, there's no way that they're going to get saved, which first of all, I thought another hero was going to show up and save them. Mm -hmm. And then when they like locked eyes and they touched each other and then that timeline, like, like, like what is the significance? Why did that spike like that? Just because it's two Loki's like the power of the two of them or what? I think so. I think the connection between the two Lokis caused that branch to, to split off. It's kind of like in Back to the Future or whatever movie where you can't like see yourself, right? Or else bad things happen. Yeah, so if like Michael J. Fox would have kissed Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Other than all of us shutting the TV off, it would have created <laughs> a branch in the space-time continuum. <laughs> So me and McClunky were talking uh, after we watched this episode, and I mean, I'm kind of putting, you know, jumping ahead here and stuff, but 
do you think because of them resetting timelines that because you said McClunky that they reset the timeline from Endgame that they when, reset the one Hulk, so Hulk test. never so Hulk never took the stairs <laughs> so, <laughs> so many <none> stairs so <laughs> none of that ever happened so do you think that this is going to lead to a eventually like a a Captain America Iron Man Black Widow Black Widow return uh, it definitely opens the door for that um i think and, and i got this theory from uh, a friend of the show uh Brad Boven so shout out to Brad Boven Brad! hey um he uh re- um he shared his theory with nines and then she shared it with me that um, he thought the TVA was maybe a version of Kang the Conqueror um, and that he was that Kang or whoever's behind the TVA. And this is before all this came, this episode came out um, that he was, you know, plucking people from a timeline, like the variants from the timeline. And then he would reset that timeline. And he was really, instead of protecting the timeline, he was destroying all the other timelines just so he could rule over the one. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the only one who thinks that McClunky was saying that earlier today, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think that, I think that's kind of cool that all the TVA, like if that's what happens, that the TVA workers are actually just kind of trophies from all these other timelines that he's conquered and eliminated. Yeah. Well, the main lady in charge has some ties to Kang, too. Yeah, the what's her name? Uh, oh, Ravona. Ravona or Ramona or I don't know. It's Ravona. Ravona. Um, I was reading up, you know, refreshing my my nerd knowledge last night on Wikipedia, um, but there were a few not Loki involved, but actually Thor involved. Um, TVA storylines. That's where the TVA originated from. Was in a Thor story, um, and and that um, sh- she played a pretty prominent role in a few of those storylines too. Yeah. Yep. She's supposed to be a love interest, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now <clears throat> this last episode uh, that we, everybody just watched. Do you think it's coincidental that when she? at one point goes in to see the timekeepers that uh, there's a, a hint of like a blue, purple, pinkish color scheme. I thought that was a good tip of the hat to Kang as well. Like yeah. I kind of thought the, the middle timekeeper um, facially resembled him a little bit. Bingo. That's what my next question was going to be as if you thought that any of them look like him. Yeah. I thought I, I didn't think the mustachioed one did, but definitely the guy, uh, the guy in the middle, I thought, was Kang esque. Yes. Yeah, um, I just. Oh, go ahead. I, I also think it's funny, you know, to jump ahead a little bit um, to the post credit scene um, when Sylvie and Loki were kind of doomed on that planet. Um, you know, my theory is who was going to save them. I thought that an alternate reality or an alternate timeline Loki was going to be the one to like pop up and save them. And I think it's kind of cool that in the post, you know, even though I was wrong about that and um, that while Kachow Owen Wilson saved him, um, <laughs> that at the end credit scene, we did, we now have 
multiple Lokis um, running around. I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. And along those same lines, like when they were about to be destroyed and I thought a hero was going to save them or, you know, an anti-hero or somebody that we knew was going to jump in. I was leaning towards, and I don't know why my mind went here, but I was leaning towards a Captain Marvel flying in. Yeah, that's cool. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but that's where kind of where my head went. Mm -hmm. And I do, I do really like, I think Marvel is, um, really a lot further down the road than what people realize um, and how this plays into like the introduction of the X-Men or the introduction into a lot of other characters is like, they're showing us, okay, Loki from this timeline and Loki from that time and Loki from this timeline and how vastly different all of them are. Um, Mm -hmm. They've completely slammed the door wide open for any kind of anything to show up. Like you could get, x-men you could get alternate avengers you could get alternate spider-mans uh-huh. <laughs> you could also get young avengers right yes yeah we saw kid we saw kid loki you know at the end there too so i yeah, think yeah. marvel marvel in a very short order between what happened in wandavision um and what's happening in loki they're they're busting it open for us to have pretty much anything and everything that they want to throw at us yeah yeah i and i'm excited for that because uh i was talking to somebody the other day and i was like you know marvel and disney the way that they do their movies and the way that they um just shoot them and the stories that they tell they make those secondary characters those bc characters um household names and the, the example that i was given we've talked about it before was Guardians of the Galaxy, like I knew nothing about them, nothing. Mm-hmm. And now they're like household names and, you know, everybody loves them. So I'm excited for like what the future of the MCU is bringing. Like what they do the, with the X-Men. The X-Men, the, well, the X-Men I knew, you know, I know them and more of their story and stuff, but like the Eternals coming out and stuff like that. Like I have no idea about them. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I'm, I'm, you like, know who Eternals? What's that? Save me, Jon Snow. <laughs> John Snow. Okay, now yeah. here's a here's another question for nines. Nines. What? Who do you have the big Sean currently? Oh my god. Is it stop, Loki? Stop. Is it Loki from Loki? Or here's the disturbing one. <laughs> Is it Hunter from Bad Batch? Because it's well established you have a Sure, a disturbing crush on an animated character. It's so bad. <laughs> I hate them. I hate both of them. Wait, I don't so, like them. wait, so do you like Charlie Sheen from Hot Shots Part Do? <laughs> I don't think she still ever looked that up. Google that while we're sitting here. Charlie Sheen Hot Shots. Hunter is based off that character. Hunter? Rekka? Hunter? Echo? Tick. Oh my god. <laughs> she Googled it. Yep. You have a crush it's him, isn't it? <laughs> Yuck. That's him. <laughs> yeah, she's leaving the room. <laughs> Bye. Oh goodness. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> like we might have to remove the tortilla chip from her ear now. <laughs> Good soldiers Did you hear that one as she leaves the room? What good soldiers yeah. follow her? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, boys. Well, do we have anything else on Loki before we shut the door on that? Uh, two episodes remain, so make sure you stay tuned, everybody. I think that my personal opinion, the last two episodes are probably going to be the longest because I feel like we still got a lot of stuff that they need to cover. And if you haven't checked out Loki, um, I encourage you to do so. Um, again, I'll kind of give everybody the WandaVision um, warning. You know, it starts out maybe a little slow or it starts out like, eh, do I really want to watch this? But stick with it because really by episode four, um, if you're an MCU fan, it's going to give you so much good stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs and and Yeah. I just, it's I can't say enough. I I was really blown away with uh, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and this show is right there, right with it. Um, I know that Disney Plus is reporting that Loki is now the highest stream show on their network or on the platform, um, and I think you're you're going to see that with each new show that comes out. I think it's going to be better than the last. Well, and I think they're they're building people's faith in it. Like when it first came out. Um, you know, the following was hardcore people watched WandaVision and then they saw how good it was and spread the word, hey, they did a good job with it. Then Falcon Winter Soldier was a little more mainstream um, and it had a little bigger audience and more people saw how good of a job they did. And now with Loki, this is now the third one. Um, and, you know, more people are seeing how quality these shows are. For sure. For sure. Now, uh, I know it's it's unfair to rate them right now because Loki is not finished. But Nines and I had this discussion this morning. If you had to rate um, your favorite, not that your least favorite, but your top one, middle one, and third one, like what would come in one, two, three with WandaVision, Winter Soldier, and Loki? Uh, mine would be Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, then WandaVision. Okay. Probably. And that, I think uh, nine, she, again, she left the room because she's having trouble dealing with the fact that she loves Charlie Sheen. But um, <laughs> I think nine's, her favorite was Loki, followed by Winter Soldier, followed by um, WandaVision. And I'm still, I'm still hanging on the, hanging on to WandaVision as my favorite um, with Winter Soldier and Loki following up but that that's no knock to any of them i think they're all amazing shows yeah and i think they're all shot in a unique way the storytelling is a little bit different so i think it, it's going to be different for everybody is uh is buckets still there yeah buckets is here buckets what's what's your list buckets what's your list buckets okay now you you can give some hate her way did not watch all of wandavision or cap winter soldier with us really yeah, so she's 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 neutral, I think. Buckets, you need to go finish those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good talk, good talk. Oh, that's that is. We'll give buckets some extra credit though, even though she gets it about those. She is working her way through the MCU in chronological order. She's currently oh. watching Agent Carter. The, the ABC one. series. Yeah, so she gets credit for that. All right. Well, we'll let you slide here then. Yeah. All right, McClunky, what do you got? Uh, 
probably Loki at the top, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and then WandaVision. Really? Loki at the top? I, just, I, I like the, mul- the multiversal timeline route that they're going with it. That's cool. There was a there was a moment today in today's episode where oh she comes back. What's her name? Uh, Lady is it Sith? Yeah. Sith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she she came back, and there was a point in time where we instead of that time loop that he was being punished with, we thought it was going to be various people punishing him, and we thought we were going to get a uh, a Thor cameo. I kind of thought so too. I'm like, hey, we're going to get like a. We're gonna get a bunch of people kicking the crap out of Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but just her coming back. We haven't seen her since. Was it the Dark World? Yeah. Oh, uh, didn't we get a? Or wasn't the first? of her somewhere else too. Um, Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shield. Yeah. So it's been a minute though. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to see her back, and uh, yeah. So there there was that, but yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you you chose that. I'm a little indifferent with all of mine. I think they're all great. Oh yeah, no, I'm not criticizing. I just thought I just thought it would be a little different for you, but yeah, no, that's cool. So, what uh, what other shows do they have planned? I mean, I know there's a bunch coming out, but what's the next? Uh, oh, I don't know. I would have to I would have to dig into that a little bit to see what one is next. Um, is it, I'm, is it okay. Is it Hawkeye? Oh yeah, Hawkeye is supposed to be out at the end of this year. Isn't or it? when do we get? I know it's animated, but. Um, when do we get what if? Oh, you know what? Maybe that is the next one. Yeah, but what if is just what ifs, isn't it? It's not going to tie into anything, right? No, but with us now, uh, Bucket, sorry, the line says what if comes out in August. When does uh, Hawkeye come out? When's Hawkeye come out? Um. Oh. It might be after. It says fall, she said. So, yeah, see, I thought it was the end of this year. I know we got uh, Black Widow coming up next week. That's released. I know. I'm excited for that. We're actually going to drive uh, downstate to either Petoskey um, or Gaylord to watch that in the theater when it comes out. That was part of uh, Nine's birthday present. So, ooh, nice. Wasn't, uh, wasn't the world premiere for it today? I don't know. It might have been. Yeah, I saw no something. Idea. I saw something. Marvel posted something on YouTube for the world premiere. Now yeah. I don't know. You can't really always um, trust the IMDb cast list, but if you want a few spoilers, check out the Loki cast list. There's some names on there that um, are interesting for characters we have not seen yet that may make an appearance. Yeah, I don't buy that though. I mean, I've been fooled many a time by IMDb, and I saw a Instagram video, TikTok video, whatever it may be. Um, somebody posted, and they were like, way back, like episode one or two of Loki, and they were like, "Oh, search this," and it listed like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans on it as part of the show because I think they thought they were going to time jump around and get like these mm-hmm. cameos. And now you look at it, and they're not on there. So well, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. Well, really, it's just, it's just the footage in episode one. The actual like Avengers footage is why they're on. Are they? Are they still credited in that though? I think you have to give them like an actor of that so, caliber of credit, but I don't think they make money off of it. Right. But I, I just, I thought that you know when they did that, I was like, oh well. I know a lot of fans want them back, so I think that was the hype behind it that they would be mm-hmm. back. But I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, we are creeping up just in this segment alone at the 50-minute mark. Is there anything else you guys want to cover really quick before we put a bow on this bad boy? No, I think we can put a bow in it and uh, just remind our listeners that uh, Black Widow comes out July 9th. Uh, we've got two more episodes of Loki coming up uh, the next two Wednesdays from today when we record. Uh, so check those out. New Bad Batch coming out Friday. Uh, I don't I don't know what else. Oh, Suicide Squad. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad comes out August 6th. Uh, Titans Season 3 starts streaming. Yep. Uh, you can watch any of those if you get HBO Max. Check them out. Um, no premium cost or anything like that for Suicide Squad. It'll just air right on HBO Max on August 6th. Uh, listen to Nerds and Beer because we're freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, check out all of our uh, cornucopia of goodness that, or cornucopia of nerdness or goodness? Uh, nerdness. Nerdness. Or nerd. good nerdness. <laughs> nerdness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, you probably should still wear a mask, but... Yeah. If know. nothing else, wash your damn hands, right, McClunky? Yes. <laughs> yes. And let's see. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Um. Oh, let's try this one. Uh oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mundus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I don't know what to finish up with. I mean, I get that oh, there's this one. Depression. Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out? Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs> well, and, and one more time for Joey Tomasi. Give us a Ric Flair. Oh, let me get to it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, God, it's going to take me a minute. So talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> 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 oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> that was for you, Joey. Woo! <laughs> All right. Well, from everyone here at Nerds and Beer, uh, the line and the the returning nines, um, you know, have a pleasant and stay nerdy. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, yeah. God bless. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, we got the, we got the <laughs> Yo, man, come hit this right here. You need to hit this. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah hit that. No, I appreciate it, but I told my wife I wouldn't drink tonight. Besides, I got a big day tomorrow. But, but you guys have a great time. A big day? Doing what? Well, um... Actually, pretty nice little Saturday. We're uh, we're gonna go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper, maybe get some flooring, stuff like that. Maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. Yeah.